Please note, this episode contains some strong language. Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy and you're listening to The Bra and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom and everything in between, The Bra and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode. Hit record. We're ready to rock. I'll play a bit with this, but just um, ignore me. And uh, yeah, I feel as if every time, every time we start this podcast, I'm like, why did they start this half an hour ago? We've just had mega conversations. <laughs> you know this person, I know this person. All the folk that we know, fancy bras. And nobody gets to hear that. Well, this is an amazing way to kickstart 2024, because this is the first podcast of the year. Oh, yeah! And it is with Sad Girls Club! By the way, I mean, it's not everybody that gets to come on this podcast twice, I'm just saying. I mean, we're upgrading, because we've we've not just got Hannah Horton, we've also got Hannah Sutherland, and we've got Emma McDougall in the house. Amazing! Thank you so much for being here. These are absolute stars. I felt like it was pure famous folk coming out of my house. <laughs> we have been to parties before where one of the cast members, Amy Clark, who's not with us tonight. Uh, Did she die? She died. <laughs> R.I.P. Amy. Uh, no, she's, do you know what? She's a busy gal. She's just doing lots of stuff. No, but how do we describe her? She's the Jerry and Spice Girl. Yeah, she's the Jerry and Spice Girl. Yeah, she's the more talented one. So she keeps to have, she's got other jobs going on. So we're like, oh, right, okay, there's like us. And then she'll go and do her solo things. So yeah. then she can come back. Beg to differ. Just on her side. It was Amy's birthday. And Hannah Sutherland and I went, and Amy, when we did the show at the Fringe, Amy literally had a fan club practically every show. Oh, yeah. Everybody came. So when we went to her birthday party, it was like, oh my God, it's sad. Yeah. And I honestly have never felt so famous in my life. Because I was like, yeah, yeah, did you enjoy the show? How did you like it? We're, we're, and they're like, when are you playing again? We're like, well, we're here next time. I've never felt so famous in my life. It's amazing. See that show? I loved it. I absolutely loved Yay. it. So Hannah Morton has been on the podcast already. We, although it was online. We didn't it have actually I know. person until that night, until after the show. I know. You, yeah. I don't think I'd fully... I think my head was up my arse, so I didn't yeah. realise who was coming <laughs> or anything. And then, like, I think it was, like, right at the end, I was sort of going, like, okay, we're packing up. And you were like, hi. And I literally <laughs> went, like... <laughs> totally loved it. I honestly did. I was just bowled over. Like because of the the way you described it, and mm-hmm. we had such a great chat that night. And then I was like, no, I'm definitely. I need to go and see that. And I, yeah, just I, and I was there myself. So I like that because then you just get to like enjoy it. Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. like, you no know, worried about anybody else or like, especially if you've invited somebody. Something you're like, I hope you like this or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> after I was like, oh, I wish more folk were here. To, like, that, yeah. Honestly, so I think that's maybe what's going well for us because my dad has been cheeky the other day with a new show and he was pure well everyone's seen it now as if like no one else is coming and I was like no however the beauty is that once one person comes to see it they go oh my god I need to get my mammy and my gran and my pals and blah 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 blah. I'm coming to see it again Mm -hmm. like that's not like oh well I've seen it now Mm -hmm. that's no that's not how I felt after that. I, like it was such a the end of it was just like such a 
like it was so funny but then it was like so cathartic and like yeah. it was, there were so many messages in it that and it, you just felt so empowered after it and then it was fun because you just get everybody up but oh it was, it, honestly cathartic's the good word because i keep being like anything i try and describe it people it's like pure yeah it's a comedy show about being sad <laughs> like oh and i'm like no but it's like that sort of like have a laugh have a cry yes. have a dance like that sort of like i think my mum describes that as like that was like the good night like the when you have all your aunties around yes and you are all doing like your song and you're having a laugh and then like it's like okay we're going to put the sad songs on now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your mum talking about that at the Erskine Ball yeah and like we were sitting because my dance troupe were performing ah. and she was there that night and that's she told that story of oh, like that's her, like, like aunties uh-huh. and they sing the sad songs and then he died no one it's those songs that like it's just like oh I've got a bag in like Napier that's a good one that's a good one this is the one she does where we all cry <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is good to cry and it's good to share that emotion and it's good mm. to I think people just want to feel that they belong and everybody can mm-hmm. identify the stories that are in the show, do you know what I mean? So yeah. mm-hmm. I think um, it's not just for sad girls either. It's hashtag boys cry too. Yeah. Also, when we did it at the Fringe, a lot of our audience members to kind of start off with, mm-hmm. it started wrong, were guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, no, I think it was weird. I think, I don't know if it's like, we've got a lot of that sort of like, not... Th- I don't want to say film bros because that's the wrong like analogy but like that sort of like those guys that are like yeah we're going to go see comedy man and like we're all like really into this and then they would accidentally come into our hours <laughs> and, be like, and then be like are we? <laughs> don't really know what I've walked into and then like come out of it and be like oh that but they left really good reviews and they were like it's eye-opening you know kind of mm-hmm. we understand more now and it's like at least it's making an impact on the men as well yeah. oh yeah i think i said that last time that it was like my boyfriend well a flatmate that me and my boyfriend had who maybe was a bit more of a like a bachelor guy very like insular came out after it must be like yeah guys i think we've got a lot of things to learn about that <laughs> and i was like yes <laughs> fucking like, God, like, he's, done. <laughs> he's now got a girlfriend thank you solely down to yourself I know, I'm I'm really so hannah morton if we yes. just quick because i guess if people are like haven't you seen the show I mean, where have they been? And also, have they not listened to the first episode? Yeah, how dare they? Thank God you're here. Mm-hmm. Um, origins of the show, please, and the kind of premise yes. behind the show from um, your perspective. So, origins, I got awfully chucked, mm-hmm. uh, cheated on, arsehole of a guy, mm-hmm. and I was sort of picking myself back up, and I was crying all the time, and I was just feeling my feels, and I weirdly am a person that's like, okay with feeling those things like I'm like I'll cry at the drop of a hat and I know I'm a, an emotional person and all this sort of stuff and then it was weird reactions I was getting off other people of being like oh she's not over this shit or oh blah 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 and I was like nah I'm fine like I might cry uh-huh. in the middle of the party but then I'll pour myself another glass of wine and I'll be fine <laughs> and it was like I sort of realized that was really funny and then there was a bunch of girl like a, you sort of find your people in those moments and there was like two other girls I was working with in a restaurant who were going through sort of like similar things and just a bit lost and all that sort of stuff and like so we'd go out and we'd drink loads of rosy wine Mm -hmm. and we'd one of us would cry at one point and then we'd go oh no so sad 
Will we get another drink? Yes. But then we tell funny stories about, like, you know what I mean? You'd be like, I'm fucking mental at the moment. And this is a funny story I'm going to tell. And we'd laugh and laugh. But if you said it to anybody else, they'd be like, oh, okay. Like, interesting. It was just this thing that I kept, and we kept referring to ourselves as like the sad girls club. And then if anybody else in the restaurant had something else going on, we'd be like, would you like to join the club? <laughs> would you like a seat? Yeah, we were thinking about getting drunk. And she somewhere. Uh huh. Exactly. Um, I just couldn't stop thinking about like that way that people deal with like grief on any level where I was going like I'm fine with this like I'm fine feeling these feelings but Mm -hmm. other people aren't and so it was that sort of interesting thing where I was like oh what if there was an actual sad girls club that you could go to Mm -hmm. and like don't get me wrong every story in the play is mine it's like four bits of my personality like all chopped up but then, like, you guys came along and you do those monologues and you go, no, but I feel this as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, I have been through this or yeah. felt a part of this or I can understand this. And we are all, like, we've all met each other in, like, really weird ways, especially, like, Amy. Like, we didn't know Amy yeah. before we had, like, yeah. literally went, like, okay, we need an actress. So how, and Hannah S., how do you know Hannah M.? I was trying to explain this to someone the other day. Georgia. Yeah, so I got into a writing program in BBC Writers Room. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, I know. <laughs> clang, clang. <laughs> Which was over fucking Zoom and the oh, pandemic, so it was a, a nightmare. But anyway, I met two lovely lassies from it. I met Georgia and I met Tara. And we just started hanging about with each other because it was right mm-hmm. after COVID. So we'd be like, we need to book a table mm, yeah. at this bar. Do you want to be these people? No. The first time I met you, it was in Alexander yeah. Park. And we all rocked up for a bottle of wine each. <laughs> yeah, so you, you came to uni with Georgia. Yeah, I did my master. And then, how, but I was telling my boyfriend this the other day, because he just knows mm-hmm. you because you're yeah. my friend. But then I was like, no, how weird is this that it was literally me and David had just bought our flat. Oh, and we okay. did, I think it was like that day we went to Alexander Parade Park and we were drinking wine and <laughs> Georgia was like, my other friend Hannah's going mm-hmm. to come. And she was like, ha, 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 this flat that she has, out, out, oh. out of her bedroom window, there's a big Jesus statue. That and I went, my- that's the flat I've just bought. <laughs> <laughs> So I was, what, what number are you? One, six? Oh, I mean, don't tell oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 friends will be outside our window. <laughs> I, I had the building next. You were the closest down. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. yeah. And, but then it was like, literally, as I moved in, you were then moving out, were you not? Yes, yeah. My pal's birthday. And uh, we were really drunk. And I was purely like, my boyfriend's not in. Everyone come back to my flat. Like, no one's going to be annoyed. And all these people that I'd met on that night, I think we'd done that thing where we just piled in taxis. So I was in yep. a taxi with a bunch of random people and we got out and I was like, yeah, yeah, so this flat over here. And they were calling. <laughs> so there's a there's some huge Jesus on the cross. But he's and then there's like, like disciples. Pals. Yeah, there's like <laughs> disciples there. And there's a very drunk photo of me being Jesus in front of Jesus holding a bottle of wine. And then these two people I'd just met being the disciples on either side. But like completely forget it's there yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do oh, yeah. like I adjusted him I can't remember for the first couple of days I've been on the night out waking up the next good morning literally opening your curtains you'd be like oh my god <laughs> 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 so, well, you light them up as well, oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. it's like 
Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I could mind. I think I'd maybe just moved in and the wet there, it was like horrific, really, really windy. And one of my pals texted me and was like, Oh Jesus is well nailed on. Hold <laughs> 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 on. That's mad though, like no, so bad. And then that's it. And then Georgia so we like knew each other from that mm. one time. It was sort of like, Oh, that's a coincidence. And then Georgia was doing that scratch night. Yeah, thing. she was directing. So she was directing something and just needed two pals who could come and read this thing. And she was like, yeah. I know two Hannahs who live <laughs> next to each other. And then I would just like, <laughs> you'd be like, come in for a rehearsal. And I would just like walk up the clothes. And then because we then acted together and I was looking for like, it's weird that I was going like, I know so many female actresses, but then like when you have to almost go like, do you want to come do this show that we've not quite figured out yeah, yet and we're still sort of workshopping and we're going to rehearse in the living room. There's also no names involved yeah. and it's going yeah. to be really hard work. You sort of really need to go like, who is that? Who's yeah. game? Bye. Mm-hmm. And so like, I remember I, think, like, I had like an official sort of, I was like, come meet me at this cafe yeah. and we will, we will talk it through. And I, I think it was more that I, so you probably felt that you had to be like, sell yourself but I felt like I was selling myself to yeah, you. Yeah, I can remember being like anything. I don't mind. I was like, it's such a bum deal doing like a fringe show for like nay money and you just, it, it needs to be your baby. Like yeah, it needs to be totally. your passion project. Yeah. yeah. And so you literally just have to be like, are you game for this? Mm. And so there's some like amazing actresses that I know but I'm going like you're too professional almost. Like I can't ask you to come and do this for nay money and you have babies and all that sort of stuff that like you're like Right, who did I know? Who's up for it? And you so did you get that chat as well, Emma? <laughs> well, <laughs> she says... No, but I'd done your baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, oh, I, mean, I can only hire people who are like semi-professional. I know. <laughs> um, so I know Hannah. I have a theatre company, Capella Theatre Scotland, who do... She did it? Who do? <laughs> who do kids' pantos and shows and Amazing. things like that. And we hired you, so awesome. I was with myself and three other friends and our kind of resident director dan had worked with hannah morton doing yes. tie tours Can and we were auditioning for panto and that he is it theater and education theater and education the no because <laughs> i say it to people all the time not just time because i did it for like years and that's sort of like where all mad sort of background comes from and stuff like that and so i'll be like blah 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 when i was because i was always thinking i'm like yeah but i was always like sometimes people will be like oh like talking about where they've been in scotland i've been to every single island in scotland (laughs) (laughs) because of fucking tie (laughs) used to pack it they used to make us drive from huddersfield and like a people carrier like i don't know how it was also ironically a road safety tour (laughs) (laughs) it it was not that car was not safe. We had <laughs> bungee cords tying like bits of set down. It was like Tetris, you sitting in it. And I've been to fucking like Shetland. Yes. I think Yale is the highest I've been oh, up. Nice. Which, I don't, don't even know that was a place. I don't know. Until it's going to have to Google it now. I know. Um, anyway, but so yeah, we you did our shows in our pantos. Mm-hmm. And could you introduce me as my character, please? Uh, which one? The, one the of main many. one. Uh, Joe, no, uh, Funky the Skunk. Funky the Skunk um, is what I usually play. What was it, Jaggy Jobby the Fairy? <laughs> oh, Fairy La Poupée. No, you were Jaggy Jobby the Fairy or something. Were you no, I was not. You said, did you not call it the joke and nobody laughed about that? No, no, that was in a TIE tour. That was like, so there was randomly, these scripts were 
garbage and it was like they always tried to be like because they were for kids and it was like let's be funny and I as a 20 year old woman had to play like a primary school kid and it was like and also I got hit by a car on my bike and I wasn't wearing a helmet and it was so sad anyway but there's like a bit in it where I had to like come out and I was like winding up the boy who was playing like my brother I was to come out and like do this like be a little kid and go like oh I curse you with the, that was with the curse of the jaggy jobby right <laughs> so you're just saying jobby right so kids Which laugh right it. but the further you go up out the central belt no one laughs oh. because in like Aberdeen that doesn't they don't but use not, that word right so we just say uh uh-huh. but it's like because <laughs> they all put ie on the end of things so like teachers will like if teachers want you to go and do a job for them, they'll go, go do, do a job for me. Yeah. Oh, and so yeah. that uh uh-huh. so I heard to say stuff like that. But yeah, because it's like it's okay saying something like that if people laugh back at it. Okay, but then cool. when you do it and it's <laughs> just seven year olds being like, This isn't fucking funny. Uh huh. So but great. Great. anyway, sorry. Fairy La Poupee was Oh yeah, no, I'm sorry. So Fairy La Poupee, Funky the Skunk, Buckles. Oh yeah, I was a little boy pirate for a while. So that was the witch. I did a lot of the parts where it was like because there was four there was like a core four. Core four. That's a good that's word. A good word. Uh-huh. That, oh, we were the core four setup girls. Like one of us missing. Sorry anyway. She died. <laughs> no, but there was like the core four of you, but then it was always if like so if Erica, who was the other girl, mm-hmm. if she couldn't do it, they would get me to come in and right. do it. So it was just wherever there was a space yeah pretty much you were like hannah <laughs> i was like we know you have nothing going on would you like to come with <laughs> hannah was like hey man you've got nothing going on <laughs> but to be fair i was there when you birthed sad girls oh yeah because you knew the, the first, actual and yeah. everything mm-hmm. and, oh, and at the first yeah. i was allowed to be part of the first table read why wow. in there since it was birthed do you remember because <laughs> i remember i was a crazy person while it was all going on and that so I'd been cheated on I moved back home crying all the time all this sort of stuff but there was something in my head before I found out about the secret girlfriend that I was like spoiler I know uh, I know um, arse um but before I found out about that I was like because he he didn't have enough like courage to actually like dump me if that makes sense yeah. he wanted me to walk away great yeah which we have spoken about a lot now anyway pin in that pin in that <laughs> But it wanted me to walk away. So I, in my crazy little brain, was trying to like, and I think this is what women do, where they they damage control. So I was going, right, if we get back together, because we're not actually broken up, and I almost felt like I had to go, fuck you, and I'm away, Mm -hmm. and he'll chase me. Never chased me. Wanted rid of me, just couldn't (laughs) say it. Um, But so I was like, right, so if if we get back together... I don't want to tell loads of people that this has happened because then then they'll I hate know. him and I don't uh, want people uh, to yeah. hate him when mm-hmm. we go out with each other and then the wedding will be really embarrassing. That's that always like crazy person. No, you're not. Uh-huh. You're not. Like, this you're not. Know that you just fix things. And so I hadn't really told anybody out of like my mm-hmm. sort of like instant circle yeah. you you text me being like hope you and connor have like the best christmas ever and i literally had to be like eh, just let you know then you came picture me and we, yeah we went to see the greatest show we went to see the great show and i was like i need out of 
Good, my children in the bedroom, mm-hmm. come pick me up and we'll go to the pictures. And then that's okay. it. And then we sat in the car and I was, oh, I was like, and maybe, and like, you know, and his mental health is really bad and like, blah, blah, blah. And maybe this is why he's done it. And you're obviously sitting there going like, no, and then that was it. Well, then that was it. Because there's a line in the show that it's like, what is the fucking line in the show? So the line is... Everyone's got demons, but it doesn't give you the right to be a dick. It doesn't give you an excuse excuse to act like a dick. So it is inspired by my actual quote was... What was the actual quote? The actual quote is even better. I was like, everyone goes through hard times, but it doesn't give you the right to be a cunt. Oh, yeah. But, however, if you have seen Sad Girls Club, you will know that I have a full monologue using that word. So I feel like we'd, we'd reached our... C word quota. Yeah. And I feel like it's more of a quota word than a Jamie word. Ah, you give me it. Well, you guys judge me for saying it. You don't like it, so it doesn't make sense. I don't think Holly actually ever says it. No. She's too gentle for it. She's too gentle. But yeah, so I feel like I planted a seed in the show. You did. I watched you bring it to life. And then you were like, you didn't? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> Can't be the place. Would you like to do things for no money? Yeah, sure. Holly. Yeah, uh, um, like the joy of the, I mean, through all that really the horrible stuff like you went through, like just all these wee stories that started to emerge, like how you met each other, huh. how you went to the, the pictures to see that film, and then you yeah. ended up seeing, I mean, like this is this all threads in. To what the show is now, oh, what yeah. you've created together, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it's such a special story. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure Amy as well, like who's not here. Like when you were telling me the first time, like you know the rehearsals and like your you know your flat and mm-hmm. spray painting chairs and making theatre. You know, obviously when you used to come in, I was pure giving it big licks about Sunset Boulevard and mm-hmm. Nicole Scherzinger and that was amazing. <laughs> but also like pure ground up stuff, like mm-hmm. people oh, just yeah. like the fact that what I think I said this to the last time what came out of what was obviously a horrible thing to mm-hmm. go through, you know, and a lot of people do identify with it, but it is your story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you you felt all the feelings, like the fact that you've made this amazing show that you can share with other people and other people can connect with, mm-hmm. that you've brought these amazing actors together, that you're all pals, you're doing amazing things. Like, it's, it's tremendous. It really is. Oh, no, I think I said that to you last time that I went like, oh, and I mean, like, if I need to give him anything, like, that easy things an arse, but... This has happened because mm-hmm. he did a bad thing. Um, I but the, I, he did, you did it though. No, I, I know. I, you did that. I don't think we need to. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> There's a show about. No, but that's the thing that I'm going to. Either he knows, either he knows and is like, I'm not going to tell my fucking girlfriend about that, or mm. it's like he has no clue and he could be walking past a fucking poster with my face on it and be like living his life no no <laughs> there's a whole play about how much of a dick we've still got all like it's that boy thing as well like all his pals have still got me on instagram and facebook and all that sort of stuff like no one blocked yeah, me or like wrong. yeah exactly <laughs> Don't get me wrong, that's a pure fever of mine as well and i think that was a bit that was going to be in the show and i took it out but it was like that's what it was a play on like the gone girl cool girl monologue mm-hmm. but it was the psycho girl monologue ah. where i had a couple of guy pals who maybe not pals maybe more of acquaintances <laughs> who would refer to like any girl they didn't go out with anymore and you'd be like oh what happened oh she's a fucking psycho man she's a fucking psycho and you'd go yeah but what did you do yeah. when i went back for like all my clothes and found that there was like pictures of him and his secret girlfriend in the flat that i'd left two weeks ago and all this sort of stuff i was an absolute psychopath. I've never, like, 
blacked out, got my stuff, all that stuff. So I'm like, fully now, like, because you then, like, lose it at that point because you've been, like, you're just in the cycle. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I mate, she trashed my flat. Right. Yeah. And then no, because when you didn't instigate it at all, you didn't do anything. Oh, you didn't do anything. You were just being an instant bitch. But I'm like, so I'm sure those pals go like, oh yeah, she's a fucking crazy person and all that sort of stuff. But they've still got me on Facebook. Well, mm-hmm. And so they must see the constant posting. Oh, uh-huh. going, please come see the show. <laughs> and you were saying that, so all the stories in the show are your stories, but they've now been developed into different characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, Emma, your character, can you give us the lowdown? Well, I play Cora. And Cora's an interesting one. She's an interesting one because... In Sad Girls Club, for those who haven't seen it, it's about a girl called Jamie who, sad, has been broken up. So sad. So sad. So sad. And gets really drunk one night and goes, do you know what? I'm going to hire a venue and we're going to have a club where people can come and be sad. But Jamie's got her two pals with her and they don't think anyone's going to come until I walk through the door. So... Cora is a bit of a character who's just a bit of a bystander watching what's going on and kind of comments on what she sees and what, you know, she'll give, she eventually starts to give a little bit of herself away, not too much, but gives them, you know, a little bit of her thoughts and opinions. Mm. And then kind of towards the end, you know, she starts to bond with the girls and admits that she does quite like them. And, (laughs) you know, that it's that this night has been good for her. Mm -hmm. A lot of people kind of comment on Cora as the kind of, you don't know, she's probably the character you know least, least about, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't Coco, know why she's, she's there. <laughs> you know, no, you don't know why you she's don't. there. You kind of kind of get an idea of maybe why, but there's no... Hmm. Well, well, it's that sort of thing, like when you're writing something, so you're, my opinion, at, well, I don't know, your opinion as a writer can't be gospel. So, like, I was writing things and I was going, mm-hmm. like, and this, and fuck the Tories, and then blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, like, this, and, like, you have so like, in there. No, so, but, like, I can't just be, like, the god of the play going, and this is everybody, and, everyone and, will and, and the audience will have this opinion. No. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I always like to, and mostly with Cora, you get a lot of, what? What? What's Why? going on? Why did you explain? Does that make any sense? And I think all the characters do that where they constantly question each other mm-hmm. because, like, I can't, you can't, it can't just be the, my character, Jamie. It can't just be, like, her pity party the whole time because nobody wants to fucking watch that. And she probably is almost the voice of the audience because mm-hmm. there are parts of the play where Jamie or other characters are like, oh, no, let's not, doesn't matter, don't. And she's like, no, you've started telling the story, so you're going to yes. tell me the story because me and the audience want what to know what it is. On the topics of, you know, we don't like the Tories. I was on a date the other night. You were on so many dates. I'm on so many dates. I have been single for longer than you and you have put me to shame. It you is. Been on, you've been on more dates than I have been in maybe the past four years. I think years. Emma's got things to She's an organised woman. An organised woman. I also, new rule for 2024, never agree to a second date until you've slept on it. Go home, mm-hmm. think about it, debrief, text the group chat. And then and then decide the next morning. Although I feel that when you told me about it later on, there was no there was no need. To oh sleep. no, no, no need to sleep. No. Half an hour, and I was like, absolutely not. So <laughs> I, I had an, I was on a nice little date, and then I got on the topic of Sad Girls Club. Our next show is just going to be an audience full of people I have been on a date with up oh, until the show. <laughs> I might even say 
do you want to be, go on a date with me? Come to my show. And <laughs> so I was talking about the show and I was like, oh, we use the C word quite a lot. So mm-hmm. if you find that offensive, you're just going to have to deal with it. And then I said the words, I'm sorry if you're a Tory, but we bash the Tories as well. Mm-hmm. To which the guy said, oh, no, that's, that's okay. <gasps> didn't deny it. it. And I was like, that's not the answer that I was wanting. <laughs> yeah. The answer I was wanting was, oh, God, no, I'm not a Tory. Oh, so immediate denial. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> that needs to slip on that one either. I was like, well, can I, can I say that? Connor was a secret Tory. Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. Connor was a secret Tory, let that be a lesson to you all. I mean, <laughs> couldn't get any worse. <laughs> I feel like the frontal lobe wasn't fully developed. <laughs> and it's not until, like, then I weirdly started going out with my now boyfriend, like, quite soon after. It was mm-hmm. the same thing you were talking about of, like... Did you sleep on it? with him no but it was probably like a guy I'd known from years before and I was going through this horrible stage and he went do you want to meet up for a drink I sort of knew David fancied me so I was like oh nice comfy landing zone (laughs) (laughs) oh a wee confidence boost Um, but anyway so then lovely times it's been six years and like it was wow congratulations (laughs) thanks for you good me (laughs) like he's a fucking trooper in the way that like he's he's, not a tory that's that's what we're getting at no no (laughs) of the fact that like he's literally like watched me write a play about Mm -hmm. an Mm ex-boyfriend and this horrible time in my life very secure yeah (laughs) shows up to every show his mum and dad are my biggest fans like they've come to every single show uh uh-huh like he brings like auntie Jeanette who's like yeah 97 uh uh-huh and I had to be like I'm so sorry about the language (laughs) (laughs) anyway but I was like I'll say things to David Mm -hmm. about being like oh yeah because like you know when like stuff like the refugee crisis was like happening at the time not that it's not happening now, mm. but like was really kicking off and I remember like I was sitting watching TV and I was like oh tears in my eyes being like oh the children and he was like oh yeah but I know but like where where would we put them and he was like yeah but I just think like you know like look after your own type thing and I was like oh, oh. And I remember like me as his girlfriend me being like love you so much like phoning him on the day of like voting for something and was like I am begging you like vote Labour like that's okay like you don't have to vote SNP mm-hmm. but like please yeah, totally don't totally. vote Tory and he just never told me what he voted yeah. for. and I remember being like la 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 we watched I'm actually a bit sick in my mouth and we're like but I love him so no. much I, don't I mean hindsight is like one dog oh yes you can't just get through these things just to be like I mean, he didn't get put in the play yeah. as well, well and read it get material for the that's what I think so your character Jamie yes as the instigator of sad girls club, mm-hmm. so it's like real life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on stage. Yes. Um, when you were writing that character, where you just very much like this is me. Isn't it? Isn't I seem to write myself weirdly. I would usually be Ali. I feel mm-hmm. like if I was if I was being cast, I'd okay. be the ditzy one, mm-hmm. and I'd be like the comic relief and that sort of thing. So Jamie was a bit of a different one for me because she's almost the straight guy the whole time mm. like every if if she says something funny mm. she's not saying it to be funny she's saying yeah. it to be like i believe this. i believe this mm-hmm. but i think it, it was like she's a real and it all like i wrote it they are my words we did a whole run at the fringe and it wasn't till we went to do it again that i went oh that's who she is there that's what like i think i wrote it so long ago and it because of covid and stuff like that to like get it going and also you're 
producing it, you're painting the set, you're doing everything. I'm like, character development? Like, <laughs> yeah. She's bottle washing <laughs> And I think it's all coming across, but like for some reason things didn't click and it's stuff like at the time, like I was reading uh, vagina monologues mm-hmm. and things like that and I was reading all these things that I was like, oh, look at these ideas and it was almost like I wanted her to be like, she'd read all these like self-help books mm-hmm. and she'd read all these but she doesn't actually quite understand them it's she just like, regurgitates perhaps them. like bugs yeah, right and she's doing yes it's anything to be like outwardly positive even though you're dying inside the mm-hmm. wee bit like she's going like look at what i'm doing look like and we're happy and she wears pink all the time and she's like too positive for what's actually happening around her then then that's the thing as well like your boyfriend dumped me is not the worst thing to happen to the world. Like, it's not, but for her, it is. Yeah, it's the relevant the moment. Yeah, relative to you. And, you know I mean? So, like, I think it was like that sort of aspect of like, I was just sort of going like, powering ahead. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. things need to work out. So, it was that sort of like aspect of my personality that maybe I don't have all the time, but I was going like, oh, yeah, like, she's just an embodiment of that feeling of being like well if i don't do this then i don't know what's happening so like a control freak sort yeah. of thing yeah yeah okay it's the only thing she can control or yeah. feels that she can control so therefore yeah whereas i'm not okay. an organized person <laughs> so what we know is i'm actually jamie hannah's actually um, ali all right and then okay. so then hannah s your character is ali uh-huh but you are very you ali. are very ali. I think her monologue when there's parts of it where she says like I'm insecure, I'm neurotic, all those things I go, I feel exactly the same as that. Mm-hmm. And it's if she gets really angry, I think not at you lot, more at herself. Mm-hmm. And then when you all jump on in that, it's like, oh God, like I actually need to I need to break this cycle now. Yeah. So I think when she finally blows up and kind of has that almost psychotic break and goes a bit mental, that's where you all go, oh shit. She's uh-huh. actually like well, because she's, she she's the people pleaser. She yes. Is. I think Ali outwardly is half glass full, positive, positive, positive. A bit like Jamie in that respect. Mm-hmm. But she'll never not be smiling. Like, if she yes. doesn't know what's happening, I'll just smile through. And that's yeah. fine, because I'm smiling. But then when she breaks, you all kind of go, oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Broken her. No, and she's sort of the peacekeeper of it all. She's going, yeah. she doesn't want anybody to be upset. And she's, mm-hmm. you're, like, along for the ride. But you're going like, don't really know why I'm here, but we'll just be here and yep. that's fine. Yeah. And I'm supporting my friends. Yeah, yeah, she's the pal that's like just cheerleading you. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. that's it, especially because Amy's character, Kelly, don't get me wrong, I originally wrote Kelly as like a Ned almost. And I think it was Dan, when Dan was helping as director, he was like, I've read her as like a goth. Mm-hmm. And it was that okay. just sort of like really like everything's pure. What? why mm-hmm. what like what's this she doesn't want to be there all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff that sarky pal <laughs> yes. and I, so i think that's why she was a ned in my head <laughs> um she's sort of constantly button heads with jamie yeah and then so Whereas, you're the mediator yeah. in between mm-hmm. i get the impression that ali and kelly are really really good friends well like we all are but especially ali and kelly, no it seems like they go away in contrast goal. And but, talk about, yes. oh, Jamie is mental. Yes. Uh-huh. And they <laughs> are. We can't tell her she's mental. We'll <laughs> opposites in a way. Mm-hmm. But we'll include Kelly in everything. Like, no matter what I do, I'm trying to include her in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think uh-huh. as well, when 
everyone kind of has those different groups of friends and or if you mm. if you have a group of friends each friend does something different yeah yes. ali's the friend that will sit down and go everything's going to be okay it's fine i'll yeah. tell you what you want to hear you're like a sounding you, board you're a soundboard and then you go to kelly and she'll give you the hard truth yeah you'll be like shut up uh-huh. stop crying let's mm-hmm. what we're going to do i don't want that friend i think that's what a lot of people relate with as well is because yeah. you have those two polar opposite characters but everyone's yeah. got that those friends who are like, yeah. right, we need to sit down, we need, like, let's give you a wee intervention here. Mm-hmm. And you've got that friend who will just tell you what you want to hear when you just need that little thing. That's the relatability of the show, Jerry, yeah. because you do see yourself in different aspects of the different characters. But yeah, there'll be probably, for a lot of folk, that identification with one mm-hmm. particular story or one character. What was it like when we did it in Irvine? Somebody asked us to do it, we were like, right, okay, so it wasn't like no skin off Arnold's, like, yeah. uh, two people buy tickets, mm-hmm. great, like, whatever. And so we ended up getting like the sort of middle seat and bank filled. Yeah, so there was like no. 60 folk there. And we sort of like didn't really have time for like a run on the stage. And then it wasn't until you get out there that you realise they're, they're right there. They're yeah, right there. Face. Yeah. yeah. And it's that, for, like, and we were about like an audience in Irvine. Like, who are yeah. these women? I believe these women had been drinking all day. Maybe not steaming, but just anything. Yeah, I would say so. I think yeah. like anything we said, so it's that thing where they think it's like a movie mm-hmm. where we can't hear the things. It was Marie Kondo, wasn't it? So I'm talking about like getting the stuff out the boyfriend's flat mm-hmm. and I was like, Marie Kondo on a fucking mission. But then I say it, uh-huh. it gets up and don't get me wrong, they were a great I audience. Seriously, yeah, they didn't continue the lines they would have just kept laughing yeah. we had to like, like, talk like no I'm not sure but that was it I went I was like Mary Kondo on a fucking mission you just heard this woman be like have you read her book I, I really like it <laughs> should you do you want it I'll give it to you I have it it honestly it was like a theatre it was like goggle box live <laughs> they were like commentating the show <laughs> and, it's, and do you know what though I think we were it was as we said it was a one off it was a bit of fun and I think one of my favourite thing about the show is, is even especially like through the fringe and a lot of shows are done, they're maybe not as loud. I, mean, I had two friends that came to see it at the fringe, and they just bought two bottles of wine in with them, a bottle oh, of yeah, wine yeah, in, and they sat right front row. And it, it was like you could see everything they were doing, and every so often they would just like side eye each other as if to be like, "That's you." <laughs> That's what you get is like when you do get the sort of more vocal audience, and you get the whoop whoop like, like me, me, your sister. Oh no, some bits, some of, some bits like depending on what audience, because it can be like a some of the lines are like a sucker punch, especially if you mm-hmm. felt that way before, like. So all my, my group of friends from school are all, mm-hmm. I'm the only kind of artsy one, so I'm okay. the only one, right, okay. they're all very, they're all doing like science, medicine, and Sarah, my friend who's done chemistry, is incredibly intelligent, but doesn't, like, comes to see my shows, but I always think she kind of goes, not bad. Oh, that, that was, that was, that was, that was a show. <laughs> yeah, not bad. <laughs> it's nice. The end of Sad Girls Club, Sarah famously doesn't really have emotions. <laughs> I can remember. Sorry, Sarah. Yeah, sorry, Sarah. She probably won't listen to her. <laughs> I can remember, I glanced at her literally streaming crying oh, like in bits and i can remember being like we've won i didn't think like we need to like the, obviously there's like merch potentials and things yeah. like that that i'm going to because yes. like, every single time the show ends i'm like tissues tissues, tissues. we need to be handing out tissues at the end or something uh, like that like and the when we did it at the comedy festival at, in March, mm-hmm. I had gone through a breakup in the February. Oh yeah, oh, that was awesome. Okay, and <laughs> again, coming into rehearsals, like I think you maybe just told us, and we were all like, I don't know how she's gonna, cause like some, yeah. like especially my, yeah, but, of like me talking about the boyfriend and stuff like that, like without 
the cheating it's sort of similar or... it was very much he'd, he'd change, like kind of changed as a person and the relationship kind of broke down but to be fair the whole like rehearsal process again and putting it on was really like therapeutic mm-hmm. and it I think through my breakup, I focused on the women around me and how much all my pals were the best thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that women are the fucking best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And was it the last show? It was the second show. My friend Freya came to see it and she sat right front row, right in front of me where I do my last monologue. And that show was just really hard hitting. Hannah nailed her monologue about her breakup. See, I had like an outer body thing where I was saying it. I was going... You don't usually say it this way. <laughs> it was <laughs> And then it was the last line about talking about, you know, I think I love women and women that are amazing. And I stupidly looked mm. my, one of my best friends in the eye and I was gone. Well, yeah, you don't do I, things at all. I know, but I just, I was just sobbing. Uh-huh. Like, and I normally like, do the least single tear, mm-hmm. but my voice was like... <laughs> And I think the girls, because the girls are behind me at this yeah, point. Yeah, we don't like, see it. <laughs> She's gone with the stars. She's away. We're not maybe we're finished. But it was it was very therapeutic, and it was yeah. But I think that's important for any actor. Doesn't matter what the subject matter is. Like to find that identification in the. It's just better. I'm just very like method about it. Yeah, and I, I'm just, like I'm just gonna use my own real life experiences to bring to my performance. <laughs> and just on the note, I do feel like Amy's not here tonight, and mm. she she is alive. She is um, alive and well. And it was Amy in the original lineup, like so she's been part of the Sam Girl. Yeah, we find Amy. Mm. I know. So Amy, an anomaly, an absolute anomaly. And thank fuck we found her. So it was. The Sad Girls Club has had a couple of iterations just because mm-hmm. of COVID and things like that. So like, right. I wrote it. You were part of a table read. I originally thought it was going to be, I wanted to sort of enter it into like play a pint of pint sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was ironic that we're at the Oran Moor mm-hmm. now. Funny, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. Funny. But that's sort of where I was like writing it for. And then that sort of fell away because of COVID. And then it sort of was a couple of skate. There's a couple of sketches that I've done for BBC short stuff that were like, bits of which aren't the best but I did what I needed to do <laughs> I got the money and I ran <laughs> <laughs> by that I mean like 50 pounds <laughs> but then there, didn't even pay your cameraman so there was like another like lineup of women Aye. in that some very very talented women who were just sort of like just very professional women and have babies and all that sort of stuff so then like they remember about two babies. Oh, I know. Just stop having <laughs> that. would help me out. Stop procreating. And we went to do it this time. So I was like, who's game? We've spoken about that. And then there was, we did a workshop day. You got fucking COVID. But yeah, so you couldn't come to the workshop. And then so we had another couple of girls that could come just to read in and stuff mm, like that. Mm. And then there was a girl, Maddie, who I'd done pant with a bunch of times yep. for Kapow. Another stupidly talented stupidly person. talented she's her, but wonderful I hate her. <laughs> um, she's so and she can sing and blah, 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 blah. anyway so in my brain i was like i'm gonna ask maddie i'm gonna ask maddie and then maddie was like oh yeah like maybe i can do it but there's like two weekends of the fringe i can't do and i was like okay don't Back know what to do with that information mm-hmm. and she, one of them was that she was going to manchester pride right, right. she was like absolutely not missing non-negotiable uh-huh. so i was like right and i was like right i'm really really stuck and then she she then said to yeah. me she was like look there's a girl that i used to teach and that should have 
twigged me twigged at how young, how young she was. I, <laughs> she was like, I used to teach at GA at Glasgow Acting mm-hmm. Academy. And she was like, I think she's class and she's very like me. So I think you'd like her. Mm-hmm. And literally from Maddie's recommendation, I had a Zoom, no, I sent Amy the script. And then just because it was easier, I was like, do you want to Zoom or whatever? And uh, I think Amy thought because we were Zooming, it was like a really official information. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, nah, I just can't be Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> But then I also think that's weird to be like, would you like to meet in a coffee shop? And like, which is what we did. I know, but it's all... And it's like, yes, it is. But like, I don't know, it it feels like imposter syndrome for me, even though I am the person... That wrote it. That wrote it, and um, it's business. Producing it, and it is my business, and all this sort of stuff, but I'm like, no, but you know, I'm just just playing at shops. Uh Um, That's me every day in my job. Honestly. But then that was it, so then... Uh, she did a Zoom call with me and I literally was like, look, it's going to be really hard mm-hmm. and uh, Maddie's suggested you and so therefore I think you're going to be great and I'd never seen her act before. Yeah. But I just was like, just if Maddie is saying you're good mm-hmm. yeah. and Maddie's so good, yeah. then of course you, you must be good. Yeah. yeah. And it was because as well, like, it was still in like very workshoppy stages. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I just need to know that you're up for, up that. for it. Yeah. yeah. And then she literally was pure, okay. That's what I love. And I think anybody listening to this who makes stuff, yeah. makes theatre or dance or whatever it is, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just that, like, you have to just jump in and you yeah. just have to say, I mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And, it, and by the way, not always at the start of your career either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Right in the middle, like, wait, I mean, I'm still saying yes to stuff that doesn't pay very well or, mm-hmm. or that I'm not sure about. Or, but I think that is just part of the excitement and the funny. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. And you mm-hmm. learn a lesson and... But I mean, look what you've created together. Do you know what I mean it's just pure joy? And yeah. the fact that there's like there's always iterations of it, and it's you know it's obviously gaining new life all the time, new followers. Like, and I guess people's reaction to it will inspire, even the way that you attack the text. I mean, ha- have you made any edits, or have there been oh so many significant <laughs> edits? Like, I think we like of... accidentally edit mm-hmm. quite a lot. The boys Club bit, we changed a wee bit just because we added well, more. Than especially that we like, <laughs> I know. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, every time there's a new prime minister, we need to add another bloody name. Who is it at the minute? Uh-huh. Actually, I actually went through like, really fast. <laughs> 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 yeah, but that because it is like I quite like that. So we have to sadly mention Daniel Cullen. Uh, but he's a man. I know he's a man that I got in to do this. Um, <laughs> so Dan is a very good friend of all of ours. And Dan did a show, my first play that I ever wrote mm-hmm. was called A Work in Progress. And I wanted him to direct it because it was about two actors who couldn't get any work and they locked themselves in their flat to write it. After COVID, that's not very like, oh, look how crazy. Like, it looks <laughs> yeah. like in the bin that <laughs> um, But they like physically barricade themselves in this flat and then they don't write it. They just mm-hmm. fuck about pretty much. So it, it was like one big sketch almost. Like, con- because they were actors, they constantly were jumping. Like, so anytime they went, like, why don't we write something about Hamilton? They would then like jump into like doing a Hamilton bit or like whatever. <laughs> And so Dan sort of was really, really good. Dan directed like pantos. So I was like, I want that panto energy. I want it to almost look like choreographed. Mm-hmm. So then with Sad Girls Club as well, like I think what I said to you guys was I was like, panto energy meets Gilmore Girls yeah. is what I was saying <laughs> to them. I and think they... you text me that. And it's like, oh, so it's a bit like this and Gilmore Girls. And I went, I've never seen Gilmore Girls. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I can do that. Not a clue. <laughs> they just like finish each other's sentences constantly. And mm-hmm. also like, if one person starts a bit, 
the other person just joins it. Uh-huh. You don't have, you don't question it. No. You go like, "What are we doing?" Okay, <laughs> but that was it because I think like I showed it to a writer friend of mine, and she was very specific about like, "What are your rules mm. for the play?" And I was like, "Oh, I know." Like I just wrote it, <laughs> and they do things, and then she was like, "No, no," but like. Are they doing, is it like a cutaway they're almost doing when they're, because like there's a lot of that inside Girls Club where it's like, could we refer to it as like, that's the boys club bit, that's the people pleaser bit, that's the, like, so they all can almost be like lifted out as Mm -hmm. like little sketches within themselves. But it is like, she was like, what are your rules? And I was like, I guess they're just playing. Like Mm -hmm. when you really, really think about it, they're just pals and they're just fucking about and it's almost like everything's an in-joke. Mm-hmm. And especially yeah. for Cora, Cora needs to go like, well, what? what? Yeah. Like, okay, I, I, you almost need to go like, okay, I guess I'm gay. Yeah. Like, so it's like the first, especially the first bit, because at the first bit, she's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then when we do the Tinder bit, she's like, yeah, I'm up for it. Like, I know this is you. This is what you guys do now, uh-huh. and I'm a part of this, so I'm going to yes. join uh-huh. in. But that's it. Like, so that, as much as Dan, <laughs> as much as Dan is a man, and this is a very Dan is the man Dan is the man (laughs) Uh, and it's a very female play I was like I want you to almost come and play about with it Mm -hmm. like I want you to come and look at it and just go like nah say that instead or like and Dan's very good at um, yeah Mm -hmm. whereas I'm more of a rambler (laughs) so obviously all the characters talk like me technically because I've written it so Mm -hmm. it's like quite good that we've all put it in our own voices now and yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. but Dan was like stopped me at one point and was like I've never heard someone say the phrase therefore more in my life yeah. and I was like don't know what you're fucking talking about like don't know and then he was like no like and literally because <laughs> it's every everything's like word vomity especially for Jamie's character so she she's thinking about this and she's thinking about that and then she's like well therefore if it's like mm-hmm. that then therefore it must yeah. be this and blah 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 therefore and therefore <laughs> and he was like why do you keep using that word and he was like i think that's the way i speak yeah so that so <laughs> therefore diagonal about that when she learns what ergo means uh-huh. <laughs> ergo that and ergo that. <laughs> i do think it's like that it's one of the words i must have learned in english yep. where they were like this is a good word to use and i was like it's a good word yeah that, and then also he's like to point out things to me and I want to punch him in the face uh, and things like that blah 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 yeah there's and I say like constantly yeah. uh-huh so he he comes and sort of like picks apart mm. bits mm. and goes like nah play about well, this, that, I guess and... it's difficult to because I can't some you're yeah. so close mm. to it yeah do I mean you need somebody to come out of it it's your life oh yeah but uh-huh and he it's interesting because we sort of really because he'd done a work in progress with me i realized that dan knows what my brain looks like <laughs> and that sounds so stupid <laughs> because half the time during sad girls club i wanted to punch it because he's the hardest yes. on me as well because mm-hmm. like we are really really close so he feels like so he you can just but yeah he knows what my brain looks like but yeah so that was it i was like i knew like because i feel like i for in the beginning i was constantly trying to explain to people what, what it was, should look yeah, like yeah, yeah. and he was like no I know what it's going to look mm-hmm. I think I sent it to him he'd went through quite a bad breakup yeah um, okay and then I sent it to him to read and it's maybe the biggest compliment Daniel Collins ever given me yeah. it was it was literally was like I am a sad girl like he was, was like I am a sad girl I know what this looks like I know cool. what mm-hmm. you want it to look like yeah so and taking sad girls club into 2024 20, yeah <laughs> So what's the plans for this year? 
And we're, we're both more charities involved. So that last time when you came to the show, we were doing Women's Aid and um, Back, back Off Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. Yes. I always want to call it like Back Off Scotland. So we're just because it felt like preachy, preachy, I am woman, hear me roar sort of stuff. And then I was being like, and thank you for paying money yeah. to us and bye. And then I was like, we really need to like practice what we yeah. preach almost. I think especially like Glasgow Women's Aid are obviously incredible. But back off Scotland last year, so they were heavily campaigning for the buffer zones bill to be passed through Parliament. Mm-hmm. That's why I sort of went, I've chosen this one. Yeah, and this is who we're going to And we all just kind of went, okay, that's yeah, fine. That, yeah. that works. But so but I think we're going to do more charity stuff this year, which yeah. you sort of are taking on, which yes. thank you so much. That's because fine. my brain's about thank to explode you. trying to do so many things. Yeah. Um, I'm bringing all my dates, <laughs> so <laughs> supplying the audience. Hey, Candy, you drive us everywhere. So, uh, I drive. You I am the driver, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can't drive. No, no, but <laughs> Amy can drive. Oh, Amy can Amy drive. Amy does like now. driving, mm-hmm. and she's got a new motor for her birthday. Well, she saved that. Oh, very good. What was the hack the last time that you performed mm-hmm. this? That, yeah. that was what? When? September. So it's September. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. And it's going to be March. But don't get me wrong, March is... It's soon. Yeah, 23rd is a Saturday, please come. Yeah, uh, this is part of the Classical International Comedy Festival. I guess, amazing. I know, so that was it last year we did, so the, we picked Strathclyde, well I picked Strathclyde Student Union. Like it was a great venue and the mm-hmm. fact that like I wanted it to be that sort of young girl vibe of yes. like this could be in the back of a bar, This could, and mm-hmm. technically if you want to go like meta about it, that is like Jamie has hired a space. I And yeah. she's had it, so it can yeah. be anywhere. So it could be yeah. a living room, it could be all this sort of stuff. Me and Emma work for a, a kid's birthday party company, and mm-hmm. like you get put in a lot of uh, random spaces. Random, <laughs> sometimes it's like somebody's back garden, mm. a church hall, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, like, so it's my life. <laughs> the little game that I like to play is a scout hall or Orange Lodge. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time, it's the same thing. <laughs> I remember I went with, oh, what was it? Was it Callum? Yeah, it was sort of the older sort of uni but not the young Callum another guy anyway anyway so it was another guy that was so I don't drive so the other person Mm -hmm. has to be like my driver to get me there and stuff like that and not uh, a diva at all no (laughs) my driver (laughs) Uh, driver doesn't drive she's driven she's driven um it's just because you've got fucking speakers with you and stuff like that um but I get in the car with this guy, I'm going to call him Callum because I think that's <laughs> um, And he's lovely, he's got like sad girl autumn playlist playing, mm-hmm. he's brought me a Starbucks and Callum is part of the LGBTQ and a lovely man. I did request him more. <laughs> he had a big boy job or something like that. Oh, he just left him, you know, airship. Anyway, he was class, right? So we had the best time. And then the second part, you do like two parties, and then the second part we went to, we got to it. And it's just like a, like a hall from the outside. And we get in, and it's like there's kids going everywhere. Big belly on the wall. And, honest, <laughs> honest, and then I was absolutely sort of went, is this on the Sonic Hall? <laughs> and then it was like, I went to like, so because it's just a hall, and there's all the kids, and there's balloons and stuff like that, so you're fine. There was like a pub bit attached, and I was like, oh, I'll just go and ask the bar to so like fill up my water bottle for me. And I honestly walked in. And it was like, <laughs> it was like, honestly, just like, I was the only woman that had ever entered that place. They all like turned to look at me, smoking inside as well. And I was like, what? Is this a lip? Uh-huh. And then it was literally like, they were all, oh, Jesus Christ. They were all like doubles of each other. Like, what is it? Oh, yeah, the Matrix. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was like the same bald man constantly throughout. And I was like, oh, my God. And then Callum was like, I'm so glad you said something. Because he was like, if they hear me speak, a woman and a gay man. <laughs> 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 
There's a part of me that goes like that'd be because like the women that would come wouldn't fucking give no, give a crap. No, exactly. I think like it's one of those ones that you're like, nobody needs to see this. Yeah, it is every time I just like is a Bob is like, well, everyone's seen it now. That's my dad. Bob, Bob, Bob. we love you, Bob. Um, It's like, oh, do you think that's a lot of seats? Uh, It's a lot of seats. That was it. If you think good fifty. But here's the thing. I said the whole thing. Every single person that's come to see it Mm -hmm. has always said. I've got four other pals that yep, need to yeah. see this. Mm-hmm. Yep. So because we've always done such, apart from the fringe, because that's a bit of a different entity and it's mm-hmm. through Edinburgh and people are still working Monday, Friday. And yeah, yeah. It's, you know, when we have such short runs, it's not as if they can go, we're going to bring... Mm-hmm. So they've still got all their pals mm-hmm. to bring. Yeah, exactly. So we're putting it on again. Included, the same people are going to come. Because uh-huh. people do love seeing it more than once. They bring... They bring, so they bring someone yeah, who's yeah. gone through a breakup or someone who needs an intervention. Yeah. Like they bring yeah. these people along, and that's what. And there's so many subject matters. I mean, I know obviously you're saying like it's based on breakups, and a bit, but like you were saying, mentioned the totally reason. Like, oh, like there's so many, there's so much in it. I think yeah. that's at the time what I thought about it was just like you've crammed a lot in, and it well, all makes it sense. all sort of happened by accident as well. Because I was like, I really there was a part of me that was like when I was going to the fringe, and it sort of gets branded as like a feminist comedy, and I was going. I don't know if it's like feminist enough just, for the fringe. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the fringe is very like, and there's like shows that people went to see where it was like, oh yeah, and I had to get up and pretend to be birthed by the comedian and all this. It's all very arty. <laughs> arty. I have like I've got a degree. I've got a first class honours degree in drama. I've mm-hmm. done a master's in playwriting, and some stuff people come out with is just wank. It's just wank. Uh-huh. That's it. You can do whatever like birth someone like come out nude and never tried oh, like everyone's naked it's there's blood everywhere it's like that's it's, it it's not it's not irritating it's not like thought-provoking <laughs> <laughs> and you can use all these fancy words and be like oh da, 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 i'm expected da, 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 and it's like no it's just right nobody wants to go and see that it's just like no everyone wants to go for a laugh and a cry and you saying earlier about feeling all the emotions and not like bypassing them like i'm all right being sad mm-hmm. like, it's like such an important thing to say like about yeah. emotions and, like, like feel them all because obviously, like, the, we're in the arts and there's no money, so I'm constantly, mm-hmm. like, filling out a form, being like, please give us money for this show. Yeah. And the amount of, like, things that I, like, it accidentally touches on. Mm-hmm. So I'm like... We talk about being skin. Uh, yeah. It's, it, yeah. Skin, none of us can buy a... Well, I mean, I bought a flat, but that's... Shut up. Thanks, Mummy. It talks about, like, how skint people of our age are, mm-hmm. and it's it's an all-female production, mm-hmm. which is so hard to come across. Yeah. yeah. The fact yeah. that we're all on stage for the same amount of time, and we're all allowed to be as funny as each yes. other. We're not a wife, we're not a sister, we're not a whore, mm-hmm. as well. Which seems like well, we don't know that much about Cora. Um, <laughs> I am bringing all my dates to the show. There's no dead baby monologue. Yeah, there's none of that. It somehow touches on mental health as well. Somehow, <laughs> like talks about sexuality and just mm-hmm. every. All, it just at one point it just when one monologue highlights all the shit in the world, really. But yeah. I think that is a thing of like women just constantly have to be like. Oh, yeah, and that's a bit shit and like you know like we'll never make an, as much money as a man yeah. and we have to like walk home with our keys in our hand mm-hmm. and we have to deal with we can't be too sad about that guy mm-hmm. being really shit because then you're a psycho you know, like you and then, like the, the barbie monologue before the barbie monologue. Yes. but that's it like there's a bit in it where we just list the th- and it's like mm. 
because it's sad girls club but part of it's like angry girls club yeah, and it's more the fact that like and again that it's like that's you know the trope that's not allowed like, yeah, we're not allowed to be angry, angry. Uh-huh. don't be too sad don't be mm-hmm. too angry don't be yeah. too much all this sort of stuff uh, but you know enough yeah to, and then, too much you know <laughs> but we list the things that like piss us off the most and that we're mm-hmm. angry about and some of them are really, really small, and some of them are fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Some of them are, and then that sort of, we keep talking about the boys' club, but I don't think anybody actually knows what. No, haven't seen the trade. I know. Exactly. But it's like, <laughs> we sort of take the piss off, like, that sort of, like, Tory, House of Lords. Johnson-y type thing. But us getting there is literally listing, like, um, making yourself smaller and having to move back home and like not being listened to, not being listened to and unsolicited, unsolicited hugs and opinions and mm. you're going to have to charge for this podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you might show. don't come to the show you've seen it but then like but then it's your performances that you know, I mean yeah. Amy included like I just thought you all and like that thing you said you all get your you, you all shine and it's not there's no competition there and it's like yeah. everybody gets their own mm-hmm. like that's what I'm so impressed like everybody's performance was outstanding he's totally just yeah. I'm not I'm not buttons up I loved it I to- mm-hmm. and I knew I was going to like it because I knew the way you'd spoke about it I was like this is a bit of me yeah. I don't think I I fully understood how much I was going to enjoy it and how much I was going to be moved by it and I just thought he's been mm-hmm. absolutely banging like I loved it oh, well done thanks. team I know it feels like yeah. a, a fight every time every time we put it on yeah. It feels like a fight to be like, no, you will like that. You need like, to come I know it. you'll like it's, it. It's, it's just getting bumped it's just in, like, in the room. It, it's difficult and it's not. It's no reflection on your show. Like I think people are waiting to the last minute to book things yeah. now, like post COVID yeah. and all that. Yeah, if I have tickets sold, I can't stress enough. Like just at this moment, if people are listening, like. Go and see this show. Like, please go and see it. Please, please come see this show. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, for you, like, go and see it for, for you as a human being. Like, mm-hmm. and it's that kind of comment on just being a human and what yeah. it's like. And mm-hmm. um, I, I'm assuming you are all, like, what you've been talking about, the parties that you said, you're all doing other we things. We all have, like, normal uh-huh. people jobs. Right. And during the Fringe, I would do a show. Well, you, would, you did two shows. We had two show shows in the morning. Wow. We then. did a, a kids' panel in yeah, the morning. Kids' panel in the morning. Mm-hmm. Then we would do sad girls in the afternoon. So for myself, I was still running the bookings of the kids', party kids parties. Wow. So we'd do the first show, we'd go and have lunch, and then I would sit on my laptop and do the party bookings, and then yeah. we'd do the show, and then it'd be driving home. It would. It was just, it was a lot, and Hannah was going Hannah S. So I would mm-hmm. do the show, go back home mm-hmm. and then go to my work and would be in the pub until about half 11 12 i honestly by the end of august i think it almost killed us mm-hmm. oh. we did such a graft like we were i remember I no, like i was just very numb after it i think yeah. especially because it not saying that no one else felt mm-hmm. like that but just like it was like my baby of course i, I felt like first iteration i birthed yeah. something mm-hmm. i was and then, what was that like i was a flyering machine yeah so that's yeah. like well, <laughs> while we were having lunch because amy was also in the panto in the morning okay. and she was playing this lovely daffodil character. Yes. She was this lovely pretty princess called Daffodil and then, and then she'd have to go and have lunch and then she'd have to goth herself up yes. for the show. Um, I'd be doing parties, Hannah was off flying. Um, you have to, it's... you had to have like a sandwich sitting on the table for me that I would come back. And it was was Hannah S, her job was basically just shouting at Hannah. I used to bring you an iced latte every day and be like, <laughs> trying to like feed you it. And that's just, you, that's the graph, that's oh, what people yeah. don't see. And, but it's the belief in something, like you yeah. obviously all, like, yes, 
Hannah wrote it and Hannah believes it and she's the one that's going to be like plugging it to, you know, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, you obviously... Oh no, but I've now got like the team like do you know yeah, what I mean like, yeah. and I think it feels like that's another flyer as well so my dad um, first Saturday he came I was like oh I'm gonna go out and fly her and dad was like oh I'll go out and fly her he goes out cutting about he's like this 16 year old guy who's like would you like to see some feminist theatre <laughs> <laughs> he got folk in they did they got no, guns it's been like I was already out flying and yeah. then I like came across this man who I hadn't met yet flying <laughs> your show and it, at that point the poster was just my face so I didn't ask anybody yet so it was just a picture of my face that he has in his hand being like would you like to come <laughs> see it <laughs> and like I honestly was like, where the fuck is this? It's like, <laughs> like it's just my dad. Yeah, like, it's just like, okay, so yeah, he's retired now. Yeah, so, so he wants to come back and do it. it. And it's great as well. Um, we have to we have to give a shout out to one of our biggest fans, uh, Caroline. <laughs> So Caroline is Amy's mum. Okay. And I think Caroline and my dad are maybe tied for how many times they've seen the show. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah okay. Yeah. But Caroline would every time she came to see, she'd always bring like twelve other people who hadn't yes, seen the show yet. She has a lot and of women. She's got no. a lot of women pals and she and any time Caroline was in the audience, you knew it was going to be a rowdy show. Oh, yeah. you knew it was going to be a rowdy show. Um, I loved it because you got everybody up on their feet at the end. And yeah, all. that's a new bit that we've added in, and I had to fight you guys. <laughs> Especially like Amy. Amy can be quite like nervous about things sometimes. She is young, very sickly talented, wonderful. I hate her. Women that we love and we've taken under our wing. It was really funny. At her twenty first, I felt like an auntie. Yeah, I was like, yeah. but on the last show of the Fringe, I was like, right. Everyone always asks us, what do you drink? Oh, my God, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? <laughs> and with we, the whole fringe, we've been drinking diluting juice. And I went... In a wine bottle. In a wine bottle. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler. But on one night, it would be the last show <laughs> of the fringe, I was like, right, we're doing it. We're drinking wine. We're going to have wine during the last <gasps> show. And I think Amy had palpitations the entire time. <laughs> she was like, what if? It, just, the what ifs there was about five folk in the room there was a, we were all so tired and broken at that point that I was like I don't care then. I don't care yeah. so I can't change then <laughs> when we did <laughs> then when we did the comedy festival at the the student union we had there was a bar in the room right now obviously spoiler alert my character doesn't come into the play until about 10 minutes in mm-hmm. so I just milled the I I Mm-hmm. Like you'll fool the audience into believing that I'm just a we break that regular punter. <laughs> yes. um, so I was like, do you know what? Before I was before the first show, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna get a beer. She yeah. was dressed as like, Emma's, Emma's having a beer. Emma's having a beer before the show, and I was just like, it's fine, darling. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But I love it. I love it. But that's. <laughs> Just when you say Amy's like, you know, yeah. really, she's she very takes, professional. She and she takes so mm-hmm. Not and that the, we don't, but she's not in, like not in a bad way. Like she is head screwed on. The girl works so she hard. She your own things. We all have your own things. Yeah. You're bringing it to the, the table as individuals, as actors. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But My job's oh, just to stress Amy out. I think I went to see the the female Pride and Prejudice show. Yes. It's a Pride Prejudice sort of. Sort of. Sort of. Um, so I went to see that. Oh, love, and yeah. I love oh, that yeah. sort of musical yes. atmosphere to it and stuff like yes. that. And I was like, but we we are not singers. Apart from... <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> you had a couple of notes in panto. Excuse me. <laughs> I'll have you not in chain. There was also a in reason that I'm not in the panto. I cannot sing. Yeah, you refuse to be a part of the panto. Straight up went, would you like to be in a panto? Mm-hmm. And I went, no, no, no. I went, <laughs> I went not, not for me. Not doing it. But yeah, but I was like, I would love to have that sort of like I would love to write a musical but uh, I'm not a musical person there's Emma she's a I'm musical a person you can write my musical for me exactly <laughs> yeah so I saw that and it was just the bit they had a whole sort of bit at the end that wasn't particularly like 
we're all singing now. It was just like a yes, that's right. Yeah. And I went, that's such a because it's like Sad Girls Club is like laugh, hilarity, like yeah, big bits, big bits, and then sad, 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 very meaningful mm-hmm. bit, and then we sort of go, okay, then lovely to see you, bye, yeah, and then we sort of leave you on that note, and I was like, oh, that doesn't, even though we did what. 28 shows <laughs> and I went oh that's wrong we shouldn't be doing that the roller coaster of it yeah mm-hmm. so I sort of yeah. like no you almost need to like get them up again right. and I think that's listen but the same thing so obviously all the shows that the kings and the folk have been joining in when they've really like they kings panto I got told that somebody got like security huckled out wow Actually, like a new African, like all oh, oh, that. There's children. There's yeah. children. It's a pantomime. Yeah. People have been off. I mean, at least you're giving them that moment. You're like, this is the bit you can join in. One, but that's it. I literally. Oh, the hack. It sounds like they were just. They were just. Rock rock you know what? Yeah, that was the funny bit about the hack because we were. I was like, oh, it's a bit more of like a theatre audience. And randomly, and it did work out really well. But like the guys who were organising it were a bit like, and I saw on, I saw on Instagram before they told me. Okay. And it's this girl, and because the sort of day job I do is like in comedy, mm. and so I was like, um, I was following a bunch of comedians, and this female comedian, Amanda, uh, who's like, great, who's yeah. fantastic, fantastic, phenomenal, like, coming gigs, uh, and then a picture of my face, which is the poster, and being like, can't wait to open for this play. And I was like, I'm sorry. Mind <laughs> you, told us about so um, we've got support. So I think they'd never really dealt with a play before. Okay, yes. And so they were like, oh, like a support, like you do with stand-up and what you do with bands. And then I saw that she posted this on Instagram, and I had to message her and be like, hi, Amanda, are you? Don't get me wrong, she ended up being great, and part of me is going like, get her fucking back. Oh, she was great. But then that was it that we we put her in and the way the hack is that like you can't if you're in the dressing room you can't hear a fucking thing. No, no. no. And so I was paranoid because I was sitting there and being like, when do we go on? How long is she on? So she went on and we said to her we were like, go on and let us know like gauge the audience mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. and just let us know because there's a bit at the end where we it's like audience participation everybody gets up and dances and sings and they might just not be up for it as a small audience. Mm-hmm. Let us know. And she came back in she was like they're up for it. we just did that. Honestly, <laughs> but that was it originally when I pitched it to you guys and been like, I think we're going to, and I think we need to get everybody up mm. and dance, blah, blah, blah. Your faces were like, we're not going to do it. Even when we did it for Glasgow Comedy, like I was like, okay, like usually at the end I go like, thank you for coming. You're now part of the club. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Come to the next show. Um, but then I was like, okay, we've had a laugh, we've had a cry, and now we're going to have a sing song. And literally, Amy was just, Amy like, <laughs> next to me. If we actually like, have the reel on Instagram, go onto our Instagram page at Sad Girls 2024 now. It is 2024. <laughs> And you will see the video. I sometimes get my phone out and I yeah. take a little oh, snippet of the audience. And you can see Amy being like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> she hates everything. So cringe. Even though but the right like, kind of cringe. Proper musical theatre. Yeah, like, she's a great she's like, But she, but <laughs> she, she has to be herself. She can't do it. So she looks so just like next to me, like, 
frozen <laughs> and then they all got up and everything it's i will survive and it's like yeah. right this is it because i was here myself although i so i know nicole uh-huh so Buddy Cole. i know so i know <laughs> that's what she is on instagram so funny because i know nicole through zumba but i danced in nicole's wedding yeah because my dance took the kennedy cupcakes performed at her wedding oh, so and i don't remember seeing your mommy yeah, <laughs> in the back bob was there as well um so I obviously didn't know I was going to meet her that night and I'm always trying to get her on this podcast and she's no fit at it. She's some lassie. She's, she could chat. She's, she's amazing. Listen, she's, I know. She's some lassie. She also, no me. I'm not, I wouldn't be very good. I wouldn't know what to say. I'm like, this is that. Anyway, what was my point? I, so, she I was, was expecting to know anybody else kind of thing and then obviously no, but, then Nicole was obviously meeting your mum and all that mm-hmm. and I was like don't like feel you babysit me I'm alright I'll just <laughs> so I had sat at the back myself mm-hmm. kind of thing so that bit when everybody gets up I was like oh honestly like I can't tell you how much I loved it um, I'm looking forward to it already again and I'll be telling everybody about Not it bring 200 people please yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just got other folk for so the podcast yeah of course yeah. Yeah. Bring that's why everyone you know in the panto I was like come back on uh, you were like that's the thing about doing it online like it's great like we have that yeah. bit that is my much preferred video. Oh, yeah, yeah. They brought these two fabulous students <laughs> too. So just a shame. You've been very hospitable. Thanks, yeah. pal. Yeah. You gave us biscuit. Yes. Listen, and a Friday biscuit as well. Yeah. yeah. That, None of your shame. Any credit for that because my pal Louisa brought them. Before you go, I will let you go. I know, but because you're like, chat yeah. for what, no, <laughs> podcast gold. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's called The Brown and the Brave. Uh-huh. Um, can I ask you what each individually uh, your favourite uh, Scots word or phrase is? Before I gave you mine. Well, well, I could think of another one. Hold on. <laughs> I know mine last time was a uh, grass, like oh, a grass yeah. bag. I think it was because we were going. So through, was that me shit? and David were going through a phase of uh, telling my niece not to be a fucking grass. Without the F word, but like she's I love her dearly, but she <laughs> is nine, so she's just a clip. That's another one. Oh, clip, a clip. Hannah S, what's yours? Stop, stop. Oh, see, she's Edinburgh. Sat. Stop. So like you're a stop. What? If you're just so standing what? there awkwardly, you're just a big stall. Like, Denny Stanfield would be a stall. Listen, you're going to the Hall of Fame. I've never heard like, about I've been doing this podcast She's for nearly five years. Honestly, you don't realise, like, how... Pentecast is where we are. Microclines. But stall is possibly one of my favourite ones. That's amazing. Because I can mind I said to you, I was like, oh, my mum and dad are coming. They'll just look like two stalls. And then I think no. when you went, oh, yeah, two stalls. It's just yeah, just didn't be a stall. Just making an arse out of something, you're just like, don't be a stall. I just let you use wifey all the time, which oh, I always wifey. Yeah. Oh, you'd be like, oh, that's mum. Oh, the, is that one over there? The wee wifey? Oh, aye, that's mum. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't see the wifey? No, no, no. Stall is my favourite. My granny used it once in possibly the most cutting way possible. I think it. I don't know because it sounds like crow. I think if you yeah, please, yeah, just sat upon it. Just like a awkward, clumsy person. Oh, right, okay. I like it. To say it with like proper meaning behind it. Maybe a stall. Yeah. Like it's really got to have like punch behind it. Edinburgh for you. Love it. Love it. That's no mean feat because I've asked this question of every podcast guest since I started. That's amazing. Yeah, but no pressure, Jowing, but keep any. Like a wee keek crown. Like a keek Oh, no, I thought you mean like that's keek. No, no, no. I met my friend's baby last week and I I, I wasn't saying peekaboo, I was going keekaboo. 
Yeah, and I'm like, it's, it's a that's nice. Yeah. Listen, yeah. thank you so much for coming on the Brown the Brave. You are indeed bra- brave in spades. Four hours of us. Listen, we're doing all right. An hour and a half. So it was like, we could just keep going. We could have kept going. If anyone was here, we would have been out. No, I wish you all the best. I'm looking forward to seeing the show again. Well done. And just go and enjoy this next iteration of just the most uh, honestly joyous sad uplifting like moving empowering production I loved it I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Bra and the Brave a podcast about people and their passions join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests bye for now